What it do, baby? Welcome back to the Old Head and the Youngin' Podcast, episode five. Boy, oh boy, we just gonna get right into it, man. Uh, so, for those of y'all that don't know, our boy Tim Robinson. Farrakhan, shout out. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, his homie True, they have their podcast, Jones Hall Podcast. Definitely gonna make sure to check them out, man. It's a dope podcast, you know. Them two, they definitely speak about some real stuff, but... Let me tell you, so they did an emergency episode, and, you know, a certain part of that episode, they were talking about, you know, relationships. Uh, what was it, Eddie, that they were exactly talking about? Oh, talk about the, the whole social media thing. Right, about right. Posting social media. Yeah, it was it was definitely an interesting topic, because I, I got a lot of, a lot of ups and downs with that myself. Cause it's like in in the past I've been uh, like with my ex, she um, she didn't like the fact that I didn't have her plastered all over my social media. Like I used to get tons of shit for it all the time. It's just like oh you'll post pictures of your sneakers or some car stuff, but you won't post nothing about me or put nothing. I'm like, dude, I don't even have pictures of myself on my Instagram. I don't know so I'm just kind of like, what do you mean? Like, like, I can look at your Instagram right now. I guarantee you I only find like maybe one, one. of five pictures at most. It's one of me. Okay, me. see, there you and, go. And, and that one was posted like a few months ago. Like, it, it, so it, it's just kind of like, bruh. Like, like, <laughs> it's even funny, too, because it's like, like, obviously, I tag you and all the stuff on the Divergent Being page. Right. And it's like, it. it some people ask you like, like for Eddie, and I'm like, oh, Eddie just don't do social media like that, dog. Like I handle all that. <laughs> like that's just how he is. But I, I'm not knocking it. That's just how some people are. Like honestly, I, I hate the people that take social media like it's a life and death situation. Like yeah, social media is way. not real. And that bro. was that was a big thing with me and my ex is that my ex looked at social media like it End was all real life all. right. Yep. And I'm like, that's not real world right now. I'm like, you're looking at the internet. I'm like, go outside. It's like, we go out in public together all the time. And it's just like, if yeah. I was ashamed of you, then I'd be like, nah, you stay in the crib. I'm so, it, in Jones Hall's emergency episode, they brought up a situation with, uh, Gabrielle Union, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Posting a photo of her and like thirst trapping. Yeah, yeah, basically thirst trapping. Um, and Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler, he comments on it like, man, <laughs> like, uh, and like, it, uh, how do you feel about it? I mean, honestly, for me. If you're going to post some shit like that on your social media, you're looking for that kind of response. Exactly. You're not just doing that just to do exactly. it. Exactly. And keep in mind, like, I'm not knocking either side. Like, no, if you, that's what Everybody you handles themselves how it's expected. So yeah, I'm facts. like, it's like, you can't, you re- like, nobody can get mad. <laughs> now, honestly, I don't think Dwayne really meant that, like, he was going to. Like beat his ass for real, exactly. Because him and him and Jimmy cool, exactly. But at the same time, she was looking for a response like that, exactly. You don't post a picture of yourself on your social media with your nipples out and all of that shit if you ain't looking for some type of validation from somebody, exactly. It's like you don't just do that just to do it, exactly. So I mean, 
honestly, I look at it like this. It's like, okay, if that's what you want to do, cool. Dwayne was obviously okay with it because she did it. Exactly. Now, granted, she may not have asked his permission to do it, and she just did it. But you got to think about it like this. Gabrielle Union is famous. She's a celebrity. So it's just like, what celebrity doesn't just post stuff like that? Exactly. It's like, come on, man. It's just like everybody in the I world mean, knows who Gabrielle Union is. It's there, like she ain't a stranger. Let's be real. There's been way worse situations. Um, Kim K Superstar. <laughs> oh you post something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. There, oh, there's going to be sweet. Like. And the funny thing with Kim, Kim trying to clean her image up. It's just like she don't want to. She hates the fact people still bring that up. And I'm oh, like, I mean, what? let's be real. Like, if you're, like, minimum my age, you know this younger generation, she might be able to kind of hide it. Oh, like, no. Even, oh, like, it no. got found on Roblox. Oh, <laughs> no. That tape is everywhere. No, it's not. It's on Roblox. <laughs> Bro, I was crying laughing. The internet lives forever. Exactly. Like, Once you got that shit on the internet, it ain't never going nowhere. It's like, look. you're always going to be able to find it somewhere. Exactly. So it's like... I mean, but hey, she can't knock it, bro, because that sex tape is what got her famous. Oh, yeah. If it wasn't for that... I mean, granted, people didn't know who she was because... Um, her dad. Well, not only that, but at the time... Uh, when she was Paris Hilton's assistant. Oh, yeah. Paris Hilton was like, up. everybody knew who Paris Hilton was. Yep. She was all over TV. She was all over the tabloids. Paris Hilton was everywhere. And she was right there by her side. So it was like, people knew who she was. Exactly. But she wasn't famous. Exactly. She started dating Ray J, a little bit more fame. Then that sex tape pop up. Oh, man, now everybody want to get next to Kim K. Yeah. And it's just like, she knew that. When they talk about it, it leaked. It was like, that shit won't leak. Well, even Ray J admitted it. Like, that, that wasn't leaked. Like, that oh, was no. the plan. No, the, the momager was like, hey, man, look, if you want to get out there, this is what you need to do. Yep. And, you know, it's like, she she might be on some in-the-back type shit, but uh, but Chris Jenner? Oh, yeah. She, she knows what she's she doing. She is a yeah. genius, low-key. Like, she knows, she knows how to get it out there. Yeah. So let me ask you, you know, one of our old head to youngins situations. What relationship advice would you give to, you know, somebody my age younger? That's like already in one or looking to get into one? Well, both. Well, Just overall. I would tell you this. Don't expect things to be perfect. Ever. Because it's not going to happen. Right. It's like you might have, you know, if it's like a, you know, a young cat that's like in a, say he's in a relationship, they've been together for like three months. You still in that honeymoon phase, you know, you still got sparkles in your eyes and shit and she still walks on water to you. It's like that, that feeling is going to fade after a while. It's like once you get to really, once you get to really know her, there's going to be a lot of things about her that you didn't know before. And granted, some of them may be good, some of them may be bad. But you know, if you really, if you really rock with her like that, then it's just like you'll, you'll, you know, you'll figure it out. And that, that's a a big thing in relationships nowadays. Is that like the first sign of adversity, they always look for the door. 
it's like they don't ever sit back and think about like okay how why what can we do to get past this like it's always a oh shit this is hard you know what i'm out and it's like that shouldn't be how it is you know and it's like if you really if you really rock with the person then as long as they ain't cheating on you it's like there is a way for you to get through the adversity especially if it's over something stupid it's like you know what it's sit down talk about it be grown don't be on no childish shit that's the one thing that that really gets under my skin is like people in relationships are just like they do these petty childish immature things when shit doesn't go their way and it's just like come on man like how old are we it's like if you an adult act like one it's like sit down and talk to the person and you know explain how you feel about it and let them get out how they feel don't be on no like petty or what you gonna do this well i'm gonna do this <laughs> it's just like that shit don't make that doesn't work it's like the two wrongs don't make it right it's like you'll sit there and y'all will go back and forth with the petty bullshit for as long as you allow it to go so it's like you know don't 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 do that all right you know, all don't, right. don't don't be petty about shit it's like if you want if you if there's a problem be an adult about it that's like a big big thing be an adult about it Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. And, and, and then a, uh, another big thing. Women, I, <laughs> I can't stress this enough. They are very emotional creatures. Men are fact-based. So if she comes to you talking about something, about how she feels about something, and you... You basically come back at her with facts and tell her how it is. She's not going to take that will because you're not validating her feelings. Oh, yeah, I've gone through that. You have to <laughs> you have to let her get out how she feels. And you don't like most of the time people will I'll go and put me into it. People like me. I deal with this in my relationship now. It's like I I'm a very fact based person. I'm very analytical. So when there is an issue, my first thing is, okay, what's the root of it? All right. How, when, why, where, what can I do? How can we get to a, a solution? Women do not think like that. Yeah. They just want to just throw it out there. This is how I feel. You pissed me off. Da 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 because you did this yep. and that and this. And then and fix then, it. Like, right. And then fix it. There is no no thought process with them. When their feelings take over, there is no thought process. But if you do not validate those feelings, all it does is make shit worse. So it's like you got to learn to kind of take a step back, let them get it out there. And I would, the old me would have told you to just be like, you know what, just don't say shit. Do the process on your own. And then come back with a, with a solution. But that also doesn't work. Take it from me, experience. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's like the, the process has to be something that y'all do together. Like it can't be something that's just one person or the other. It's got to be both of y'all or it's not going to work. You know, it's like a relationship is a two-way street. It's like you can't, you can't do things separate and then come together and expect it to work, especially if it's something dealing with the relationship. It's, it's got to be something that's handled by the both of y'all together. And that's, that's another misconception. It's like, oh, you're the man. You're supposed to just 
handle everything on your own and you know you say what it is and then they're supposed to just shut up and deal with it and it's like nah bro like that's not the way that it works it's like that's not gonna end in a happy relationship at all so it's like you gotta you gotta include them in that process yeah and and i mean for those of you listening keep in mind i can't really speak too much on it uh been single so far my entire life i just just personal decision i just kind of enjoy it a little bit more plus also um i know i still have some maturing i'll put it as to do and more so just a lot more to learn so yeah that, that's why i i do enjoy chatting with eddie about uh these things because you know he's pretty much done it all at this point in terms of relationships so it's like it's a good like insight to get from somebody that's already been there all right i've been through this situation here's what i did i'm not saying it'll work but try it see what happens well i mean i guess for me at this point i've i've had time to grow myself and see you know with me being as analytical as i am it's just like i I wasn't always like that when i was a young a younger guy man i was like really impulsive i was hot-headed and you know i won't say that i was like one of those people that would quit on the relationship when adversity came but i was one of those people that kind of kept everything to myself yeah so it was like if i felt some kind of way or whatever the case may be i would just keep it to myself and it would just bottle up and that's not something that's conducive to a a a proper relationship it's like you have to have you you can't just keep everything to yourself all the time and i mean i growing up you know having a family when my parents are still married and seeing how they went through things it's like you you kind of have that perspective, but having my own perspective and seeing like what I did wrong and how to move on is is you know that's like invaluable. So it's like it, for me, I had a lot of growing up to do myself, and you know looking back now, there was a lot of things that as a young guy that I was just kind of like, what in the fuck was I doing? But you know you you got you you live and you learn you grow. I mean, you'll see it. I mean, it's, 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 I won't say that it's like difficult to go through because you don't know, you don't know until you can look back on it. You know, it's just kind of like, man, like I could have did that different. Like, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I will say what definitely has kind of helped me sort of prepare myself for when I do get to that point in my life, like just kind of having an understanding of people first because. You know, I feel that's kind of where some lack, you know. It's good to always have an understanding of how just, you know, the human mind does work. And that can also get you in trouble, though. It can. It can get you in trouble because it it, even now, in my relationship now, it gets me in trouble. Oh, yeah. Because I'm always like, okay, what? you know what what's next how do we get there how do we get there it's like always a thought process yeah well also I, I think some people they kind of take it as oh you think you're smarter than me like because i have encountered that and it's like 
Now, okay, that, mm. now that you say that, that's a man thing. You can't ever meet a guy and be on some intelligent shit and him not be on like, oh, so you think you're a smart ass, huh? You think you're smarter than me. Now, it's like, it's like a combative thing that they feel like, oh, he trying to show me up. It's like, it's, it's, it's like, like nah, bro, it's not even I remember like I had a fella say, like, now I'm just thinking logically. Women don't really tend to think that you're, well, no, I'm not. I'm not even going to sit there and say that because some of them do. Some of them think it's a competition. And it's just like, bro, I'm not competing. Oh, it's that one a, is also very weird. It's not a competition. Yeah, it, it's like even one wanting to argue all the time. Like, uh, some people do. I ain't gonna name no names, but <laughs> like, bro, not everything needs to be an argument on both ends. Not everything needs to be an argument, a debate. Like, it doesn't need to be. Like, hey, even I get told by like my brothers, like. Man, I can't wait to see you in a relationship because you like the baby so much. I'm like, I really don't like. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing when you when you're in a relationship, it's different because again, women are emotional, so when they're feeling some kind of way, it's all gonna just shoot out at you. Yeah. So it's like when you try to say, "Babe, hold on, wait a minute. Why is it this, that, or this, or that?" They're gonna automatically think that you're trying to start an argument, and then it's just gonna get worse. <laughs> it's just like, bro, it's it's like a lose lose sometimes. It's like you can't you if you if you try to talk to them when they're in that emotional rant, it's gonna come across like you're trying to compete, like you're trying to like out emotion them, and it's just like, wait a minute, I'm not even in my feelings right now. So I'm not trying to out emotion you. I'm not trying to compete. This is not a competition. I'm just asking a question. But when they're in that state, asking a question is like you're challenging them. And it's like they don't like that. When they're in that emotional rant, they just need you to just let them say what they got to say. Yeah, I'm like, I guess at the end of the day, it's like. When it comes to a guy, though, that's different. <laughs> because. We we gonna ask questions to each other. It's gonna be like, wait, hold up, what? <laughs> wait, why you do that? Exactly. It's gonna be like, well, what about this over here? And then it's just gonna turn into a debate. Mm. Y'all won't necessarily be arguing with each other, but it's gonna be question after question, and then he gonna question that question, and then it's just gonna keep going. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And hey, I think at this point, it's just fair to say we all just trying to figure this out. <laughs> Basically, yeah, you do it in different ways. Hey, fair enough, fair enough, man. Everybody has their own process on how they figure shit out. Oh yeah, I mean, I that's that's one thing that you come to figure out yourself. I mean, dealing with different types of people. I will say though, because I always like to say best. I live vicariously through you and all my other homies. Um, I'm staying single for two more years. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I watch y'all put up with all that. I'm not. I'm not doing it right now. Mm. Uh, it's all part of the game, man. Hey, look, I I get it. The game is the game, but that don't mean I gotta play it. Not right now, at least. Hey, you gonna play it eventually? Oh yeah, eventually. You but can put you can put it off as long as you want to. It's exactly. still gonna happen to you. Hey, look, I, I'll play through this one. <laughs> 
It's like I always say. I, I know I say two years, but it's life. I don't know what's going to happen at this point. But, yeah, oh, two, when, two more years. Two when more the, years. When, when, the, when the right one comes to you, you'll, it, it'll happen on its own. Oh, yeah. You know, you won't, you won't have to force nothing. You know, it'll just happen. It could happen next week. You don't know that. Hey, don't wish that on me. Hey, man. Mm. Shit happens, bro. I'm enjoying, <laughs> I'm enjoying my time, man. Mm-mm. I mean, you can enjoy your time in a relationship. It don't. It ain't. It ain't gotta be. You ain't going to jail, my nigga. Like, is it? <laughs> hey, look, man. Hey, if you end up with the wrong one, it'll feel like exactly. Jail. Fair yeah, enough. But if you with the right one, it ain't gotta feel like jail. Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, you pick up anything new lately, man? Oh yeah. Let me go get them real quick. I got you. Yeah. Let's just check them out. Okay. I, I see you got some taxis. And I do apologize. I meant to bring the pennies to show you today, but oh, I was yeah. rushing out the house. Ah. <laughs> uh, they look a lot better in I'm here. I'm not going to lie. These are buttery. Like, yeah. I'm like, hang on. This is... I'm I'm not even mad at it, man. I might need to get me a pair. <laughs> these are buttery. I like these. Not even mad at. So it. What, what's the story of how you got these? Because obviously they're not out in the states yet. Yeah, man. My cousin, man, he lives in Germany. So we were like talking. He's in the mall, and uh, he was like, he video called me and was like, "Hey, check these out." I'm just like, "Oh, word." I was. I asked him. I was like, "See if they got my size." He asked, and he was like, "Yeah, they got them." I was like, "Cool." I'm like, "I'm gonna need you to. Uh, I'm gonna need you to cop that." So he ended up getting them, and uh, he hit me with that assist. So I'm like, "Cool." Man, these are buttery. Now, like, I can't get over this material. Like now, for real, for real, I was not even. I didn't even want them at first. Really? Because when I saw like pictures of them online. The yellow didn't look yellow. Yeah, like it looked like orange yellow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, well, I got shattered backboard, so I'm like, do I really want another pair of orange ones? But I assume everything changed like as soon as you saw them. Oh man, I seen a couple of videos of them and was like, okay, they don't look that bad. So I was like, you know, my cousin was like, they here. I'm like, bet, go ahead and hit me that assist. And I was like, the worst that can happen is I'll get them. And I don't like them. Hey, that's so trade, bait. trade bait. Yeah, hey, I was like, like I you got them early, like. So I was like, cool. But when I opened that box, it was just kind of like, ooh. It's like, wait a minute now. I'm like, I actually kind of like these. I'm like, I might keep these. <laughs> I was like, I'm not hey, even mad with this. Like, oh, not, I'm glad I've actually seen them in person now because I'm like, Man, Jones is fire, hey, man. I might have to give me a pair low key. Uh, but uh, what you think? What you think about them threes coming out? The, the fire reds. I like them. I like Bro, them. I probably won't get them just because I'm kind of I kind of capped out on my shoes for the for the month. And like realistically, I mean, I got. I, I'll explain my pickups in a minute. Well, I got. I I want to get those, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I was able to procure those pennies though. Oh, you got them? The black joints? Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, shout out, Glenda. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you took my advice, huh? What you mean? I, I talked to her about that before you even said anything. Uh, oh, 
Oh, come on, man. I'm still so taking credit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I it was like I was talking to her about it, and she said that she was gonna go by there. Hey, well, when so, all else fails, we hit up Gwenda. <laughs> Oh yeah, Wenda cool man. Gwenda. Oh yeah, shout out to you. The collab queen. The collab queen. Oh yes, sir. A word. Undisputed. A word, huh? What other female sneakerhead you know got more collabs than Gwenda? Stop it. It ain't one. Not that we know personally. All right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. If we talking internet folk, yeah, okay. But we talking that we know. Personally. Okay, okay. She yeah. the collab queen. Yeah, you are not wrong. Just like you, the collab. I know. I passed that off to you, fam. Nah, bro. You got more collabs than me, so. Bro, my collection is what ten times bigger than yours. Look, I can't help you. Got that whole resale store, dog. You you got fourteen collabs out of I have ten. Thirty pairs of shoes. I have ten collabs. You got like twenty collabs. As far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Stop it. You got 10 collabs and what, 30 pairs of shoes? I have about, I want to say about 40 now. I'm like, I got, what, 17, 16? But I got like 340 exactly, pairs of man. shoes. You got that whole resale so store. So I'm just kind of like, like you, man. My, my, collab, my collab to regular sneaker ratio is like 5.8%. Your percentage is way higher than mine, so you you the king, bro. I'm the Sakai king. Like uh, like Farrakhan said, I'm the I'm the Heat king. Look, <laughs> that's the new that's the New Balance king, and the panda dunk thigh. Oh God, don't do, not the pandas. Yeah, speaking of that, you you posted those ones coming out, man. Come on, bro. Terrible, man. Oh, but uh, my pickups. Uh, and ASU Ultra Boost, uh, those pennies. Shout out to uh, my boy Jay, size ten gang. Uh, I really want to unveil them because they were for SneakerCon. Oh, you already told them. us what it was. Uh, I didn't tell you what you won. Talking about the Asics joints, right? Yeah, but I didn't tell y'all which one. I told you. Go ahead and spill it, man. You know, I get fine. I caught the Ronnie. F- I always get it confused. Feig or Feig? I think it's Feig. I don't know. Yeah, Ronnie Feig. I'm sorry if I broke the name. I'm not good with names. Uh, caught the Ronnie Feig A6 Gel Light 3, the Palette Collection. I know you. It, 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 a lot of people won't know what those are, but I know what they are. Oh yeah, it's uh, more so if you know, you know. So I had actually wanted it when it first dropped, like just a pair of them when it first dropped in like 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's like, problem is, I just never really thought about it. Like there were other shoes that I wanted. Right. Yeah. So it's like, uh, like. I told y'all, like, when I go to, like, these sneaker shows and all that, I typically like to try to wear stuff that, you know, you're not going to see too much. And I was talking with my homie Rasta. Uh, he was asking me, like, oh, what you going to wear? Like, you going to wear the um, 
casino donuts, and I'm like, I could, because, I mean, you don't see them too often, but, I mean, it's a donut, so it's like, do I really want to go that route? Not at SneakerCon. Exactly. Bro. Like, you see enough dunks. Exactly. So I mean, like, granted, the casinos are going to probably be the only one in there, but... Because I think now, out of all Arizona, there's three of us that actually own that pair now. That's crazy. Yeah, which is still even crazy to think of, but... um, No, I mean, I saw the ace, but even then, I, I might actually switch my fit up. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to wear, man. I was going to wear... I guess I could have just switched. Yeah. You don't know why Jack beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to procure some off-white fives. Mm. And I was going to... Already, gonna, huh? Because you were talking about it, like, just recently. Yeah, man. I made a, I made a trade. Really? A little bit of cash up front. Did you trade? A pair of dunks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's the irony. Uh, it was a pair of uh, Supreme dunks. Mm. From like 2000, what, 2003? Wow. Yeah. Mm. That's actually not bad either. Yeah, they were worn too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like the really ain't bad. Cause the, and these these off whites are DS. Oh yeah. Yeah, see. so it was just kind of like uh, it was the the dunks uh the dunks of the honey. Oh yeah, that ain't. And I was bad. just like, you know what? I'm I actually got to come up on this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, you so, won that trade. I'm like this one, you know. I mean, because I had another, I have another pair of Supremes anyway, so I'm like, I don't need both. Yeah, I had, I, I'd I, say you definitely won that trade. I had three, and I got rid of one for, um, I traded those ones for, oh man, I forget now. It was like something crazy expensive that I didn't want to pay for. <laughs> uh, oh, the Off-White Chicago's. I traded a pair of them for those, straight up. And because mm. I told you about that, because I asked you, did you think I should do it? And you were like, well, do you want to? And I was like, well, I mean, mm. yeah. And I was just like, I'm going to go see what they talk about first. Because he said they had been worn. So I was like, if these things are beat, then no. Nah. You know, speaking of trade, so, um, Ash, which shout out to her, uh, she was recently on a sneaker talk with Thirteen on Up. She had DM'd me a post. Wangs had had a cheap pair of Sean Weatherspoon ninety seven, ninety seven ones. You know all that. I want that. Shit. I talk about that shit all the time. Yeah, I'm surprised you ain't got. Here's the problem. They had a pair, like, last year or two years ago that was cheap. Mm. I remember it vividly. They wanted $720. But? They were cooked. And you are surprised by this? Why? Oh, I'm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but here, but here's the man. even funnier part. The pair that they just recently uh, put up were, like, 
500 and, and they look better than yeah i'm like what <laughs> now of course pictures do the world wonders like well it's probably because the value one oh yeah gone down exactly i mean everything's gone down yeah. but it's like nah just that i told her like you know no hate on wings it's just that one instant just put a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I don't mess with wings. Yeah, like so I'm that. like, ah, I'm good. I mean, I ain't got no beef with them or nothing. Oh, yeah, like no beef. Like, uh, like I, honestly, it's just like, that was my first time going up there, and I'm like... Yeah, I've only been once, and it, was, it, it wasn't a good experience. Exactly, me, so I'm like, like you know what, I will pass. <laughs> yeah, so, um... Yeah, their prices were laughable, too. They had they had some some outrageously priced stuff in there when I went. I'm just like, bro, yeah, come on. Other than that, other pickups, you know, copped a few vintage tees. Uh, vintage tees, man. That shit is so funny seeing how popular that stuff is now. Yeah. I'm like, this is stuff I used to wear in elementary school. <laughs> and it's just like this shit is cool again. Uh, like the wrestling shirts and shit like that. Because I used to be a huge WWF fanatic when I was like in elementary school. No, middle school and elementary school. Because hey, the, uh, the yeah. Attitude Era was Don't worry, like middle I still school. Got, I still got some of my wrestling tees. You know, got to get that Bullet Club too sweet. Um, I got a few still. I got like some Stone Cold Steve Austin shirts. Oh, yeah. None of them fit anymore, obviously. Oh, I, I mean, also I uh, <laughs> want to shout out the homie Pop Fields. Uh, Came up on a Stone Island jacket that he did some custom work to for a phenomenal price. Uh, yeah, it's just a shame because I don't want to post it because I know people are going to try to buy it off me. <laughs> so that don't mean you got to sell it. I know, but I just don't want to go through the, come on, bro, like, just give me a number. I'm like, bro, like I like the jacket. Oh, uh, you don't want you don't want the, that whole give me a number shit because you you might cave. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't want to do it though. Just like, man, I give you five hundred. You gonna be like, Ooh. I mean, that's a seven hundred dollar jacket that's custom. So, well, has custom work on it, so it's like. So if somebody offered you a stack for it, you wouldn't take it. I mean, I don't know, bro. I'll put it to you this way. Out of respect I'm, for I, Pop and him being my boy and also giving me a phenomenal deal on that, Jack, I will not sell it. I don't know, like, man. I, 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 I think if you if somebody offered you a stack for it, nah, I think Pop would probably tell you to sell it. Nah, man. Because Pop, I, I, I fuck with Pop. Pop cool. I like Pop. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he, he's, because he's like around my age, so it's like he... He know he know what to do. He's like, hey, somebody offer you a thousand dollars, like you better take that. He's like, I can make you another one. <laughs> yeah, that's that true. This is like a thousand dollars. I'll put it to you this way. If it was a good number, I, I'd have to ask for his blessing. <laughs> somebody offer you a thousand dollars, you need to make that call. It's just, hey, it's bro, just a respect bro. thing, like No, I feel you. I yeah. would I would I would do the same thing, be like, hey bro, somebody offer me a stack for this jacket it's like how much you think you could make me another one for <laughs> and he'd be like oh i could make you another one you know say he'd be like i could probably get you like 200 yeah you know i'd be like all right bet problem is well, this one's a stone that. island so it's like stone island ain't cheap yeah i mean but it, he got sources obviously he got that one i mean worth it man exactly 
What you mean? You don't think he is like completely cut off? Well, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, man, uh, not too many other pickups. You know, I I'm kind of at my uh, quota for Calvin Chewy for the moment already. I want to be responsible and say oh, that plus I'm, also, I'm at my quota I just pre-ordered that new iPhone. So you did what? I know. An iPhone? What? Damn. Let me tell you, let me, so for those of y'all that don't know, I am the biggest Apple hater in the world. Like, I truly believe Apple just isn't as good as y'all really think it is. But, you know, an opinion is an opinion. Now, I'm only getting one because, A, I've had my phone since 2017. It's definitely time for me to what you got? I got the S10 Plus Galaxy. Oh, that's what, yeah, that's what I got rid of. Yeah, it's or right. actually, it's right there. But I'm like, I, I got to take it back yeah, and trade it in. So, so it's like... It, I, I had to upgrade to that, because uh, I had a new 10 Plus. Oh, yeah. And then I upgraded to the uh, the 22 Ultra. Yeah, so it, it's definitely time for me to upgrade, too. At least now all the trash I talk about iPhones, it'll finally be warranted. <laughs> See, I actually tried Apple and I didn't like it. I was I I had a feeling that I wasn't gonna like it and then it was just like, nah, it's not for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, but uh also gotta be responsible, you know, we got SEMA coming up and if I can get you in, this is about to be your first SEMA, man. Yeah. You, man. you excited? Oh yeah. I've yeah. been trying to go to SEMA for years, man. I always wanted to go to that. No, it's interesting, too, because it's like, I still remember, like, my first time going in 2019, and, oh, man, that was, like, by far one of the greatest moments of my life, like. I mean, I got to read, like, I, when I was in high school, like, in the early 2000s, I was, like, a really big, like, car magazine person. Oh, yeah. So... That, cause that was the only way you could really. I mean, you had the internet back then, but there wasn't a lot of stuff on the internet like it is now. And um, car magazines were the thing. I mean, I used to spend like twenty bucks a month on car magazines. I'd buy like five of them, and I used to read all of the articles on all of the stuff. And they always had the um around that time of the year they always had the issue that had the SEMA coverage in it and I used to always look at it and I'm just like man I want to go to that they had like all of the new uh, yeah like upcoming products and stuff coming mm -hmm. out and all of that stuff there and I'm like yeah I need well, to go to one of these here's what I will tell you just some key advice you're not going to see everything like you're it, oh it's, no it's, it's, it's impossible a big, yeah, it's a yeah. big show like you hey, gotta, you gotta, um, it's gonna take you a couple of days to see everything like everything that you really want to see but like everything everything like you're gonna miss a couple key cars that you're like oh that was there like dang yeah yeah like i i do it every year like it, it just happens and also it's just the fact that they keep adding on to uh, the facility mm -hmm. like new parts of it so it's like it's kind of hard to like figure out where everything's at yeah because I, I remember um, I was in Colorado at the time, and uh, I wanted to go, and that was when I found out that it wasn't open to like, uh, yeah. just anyone to go to it. Yeah, and I was just like, man, I was just like, I want to go. Yeah, like it, it's tough, man. Like, um, 
I, I tell everybody, like, that was a big part of me, like, starting the detail business, like, actually, like, creating a business for it, just because I always wanted to make sure I was able to go. So that that's really one of the biggest reasons why I actually got the LLC. I mean, it's cool. It has its other perks, but it's like, yeah, that was, like, one of the biggest reasons. I remember when, uh, when, uh, GTX... Garrett Turbos first were at SEMA. That was where we first saw them at. They did this whole like expose in this magazine about the turbos and they were like, oh, these are going to be like the next big thing. And they had like all of the pictures of them and oh, they had yeah. the specs and everything. And here it is, what, 17 years later <laughs> and GTX turbos are like still crazy. Exactly. Like they're still one of the best turbos you can get, and I'm like, man, it's it's funny being around the scene for so long. It's just like you remember when a lot of the stuff that people swear by now was like brand new and nobody knew anything about it. Yeah, oh, yeah, like it's crazy. I uh, I mean, it's just so crazy to see like how far like this the car industry has came. Yeah, we were talking about this in my um. In my car group chat, shout out to all of y'all, me, uh, Dick Liss, Lyndon, Davon, we was talking about how, uh, like, nowadays, like, 500 horsepower ain't shit, and it's just like, you remember back in the day when 500 horsepower was a lot, mm. and it's just like, now, it's, that's like standard issue shit now, it's like, but here's my car thing with it. Here, here's my thing with horsepower, like, take Formula Drift, for example, um well drift is all about torque yeah but i truly feel like there needs to be a horsepower cap because it's like it's getting to a point now like if you basically don't have money you can't even compete with like most of your top guys so well they have classes though yeah but it's yeah. like if you're trying to like get into like the pro class like you can't even compete if you don't have money need is a V8. That's what everybody else is using. Not really. Unless you talking about the outliers, like you had the homeboy, was it uh was it Tanner Fouts? He had that Ferrari swap in the in something that it, I forget what car. Oh no, Ryan's first, but that was uh okay. that wasn't like his like com competition car. Well no Tanner no Tanner Fouts was the one that had the um uh I want to say it was a rear-wheel drive TC. Yeah. And it had a, um, I just don't remember a NASCAR engine in yeah. it or something like that. And it was like a NASCAR-built, like, V8. I, honestly, I think they need to... Excuse me. I think they need to cap it to 600 horse. Like, that's more than enough. But, I mean, you saw guys back in the day, like, like Dai Yoshihara. And oh, yeah. Uh, honestly, I saw... His with the with the LS swap in it. And, I mean, it was basically a... a fairly stock motor yeah but I, I think it was more fun like to see them like it took a little bit more skill like versus it's not hard to break track in well with yeah. a thousand horse like it's not hard well i guess it, well I've, i had been following this stuff since the beginning like since it first came to america even before that and you know i used to watch a lot of uh, uh option auto videos yeah. and stuff like that back in the day and when it came to America, I mean, you had that guy, um, oh, I can't remember his name now, but he drove an 8.6. And, I mean, it was 
under 200 horsepower, and I mean, he was out there killing it. Oh, you talking about Drifting? No, 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 no. I was about to say, because he didn't compete, did he? No, not in America, no. All right. No, in America, it was, this guy was Japanese, though. I can't remember his name. He was an older guy. But in, in, you know, in the early days of D1, you had uh, uh, Nobutero Taniguchi. He was the man. Right. And um, he was out there killing um, that Australian cat, uh, Reese Millen. He oh, was out yeah. there. He was doing it. Yep. And then you had um, uh, Samuel Hubenay from uh, Sweden. Oh, yeah. He actually won it one year in a Viper. And then uh, Reese Millen won it in a GTO. Like yep. mine. And I was just like, man, he's like, these guys coming. It was the first two years it was here. They was won by American cars, basically. Yeah. And then uh, I think Taniguchi, I want to say he won it one year with that, that S15 that he was using. Um, then you had Yoichi Amamura with the FD. Yeah. Uh, there was like a lot of guys out there that were running be way below 600 horsepower, and they were out there, you know, doing it. Oh yeah. So I mean it. I mean that's why I say it would bring back a lot of the skill aspect. Like, how good are you really? Well, I don't think it became more of a a, horse, a a arms race as we would call it, but it became more about who can build the craziest shit. Yeah. You I know? mean, <laughs> like you see it now. Like, I forgot who King Gucci. He's running like a motor from like an SJ Cruiser. Or something in his uh Supra, like it's crazy what he's running. I can't remember. I thought exactly. he had a two J in it. No, he he's not doing a two J anymore. Um, it it's something wild, but I I think it's like phenomenal. Because I know he uh I remember when King Gushy got started, he was like a teenager still. Yeah. He was competing here. Cause they were talking about him in all of the magazines. They're yeah. like, "Oh, this kid's like 16 years old, and he's like the drift prodigy and all of this stuff." And I mean, it's and even it's cool crazy. shit. Like I told you, uh, Sima last year. You know, I got to meet like some key guys in drifting. You know, got to meet Ryan Turk. Uh, got to speak with uh, Aaron Parker, who I I met at uh, Sima in 2019 as well. So it was cool to catch up with him. And then got to meet Hurt from Hoonigan. I kid you not, like, when I met him, I, I almost started tearing up. Like, <laughs> I never would have thought I would ever meet this dude. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, that was pretty cool to get to talk with them dudes. Like, Yeah, I remember in high school, I used to go to, uh, I used to go to the Nopi shows a lot. Oh, back yeah. when they had those, and you got to meet a lot of them good. Because back then, like, drag racing was real big. And you had, like, Abel Avara and, uh, Papadakis and all of those guys that oh, used yeah. to be around. And, uh, we had been to a few drift events, too. I got to meet, um, back then, uh, my favorite drifter used to be uh, uh, Fumiyaki Komatsu. Oh, yeah. They used to call him Drifter X. Yeah. And he used to drive for uh, Signal Auto. Mm. And I remember they came to, uh, they, did, they didn't compete, but they were there then for like an exhibition thing. And it was like him and... Um, uh, I forget what his first name, uh, Kazuya, Kazuya Bai. Oh, they used yeah. to call him Chunky for short. He was like kind of chunky guy. Yeah. And he used to drive for Signal and he was there too. No, I would talk about it like probably that's one of my favorite drivers overall is uh, Mad Mike Ledette. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just because, I mean, who else do you see like only drifting rotaries? 
Like it's it's rare. It is a rare occasion. I never saw Yoichi Yamamura drive anything but an FD. Yeah. Like he drifted an FD forever. Yeah. I don't know if he's still doing it anymore because he's probably like old now. But I know he was doing it back then when he. I saw him driving for at least ten years, and that's all I ever saw him mm-hmm. drive was an FD. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, who knows? I mean, do I still enjoy the sport? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's still fun to watch, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I wish it was bigger, honestly. Like, What do you mean? Uh, it, how is it? How, it's huge. It, well, it's actually gotten, it's actually it, not it's as grown. big as it used to be. It yeah. used to actually be bigger at one point. Yeah, like it, it's starting to grow again. But yeah. When Tokyo Drift came out, oh, oh, yeah, like, everybody, everybody was drifting. Right, like, come on! <laughs> it started to kind of get annoying. Oh yeah, because people all of a sudden like, thought they knew what they were talking about, and it's like I'm like, you don't even know what the hell a drift is, but now all of a sudden you want to drift to like get the fuck out of here, like y'all are crazy. And I mean, it was the same same thing. It was like Tokyo Drift, and then it was like every Fast and the Furious movie after that. There would be a scene where somebody was drifting, and then it was just kind of like, oh. And I'm like, really? Like, this ain't what you, y'all y'all drive front wheel drive cars. Like, what do y'all even know about drifting? I'll never like, forget oh, somebody argued down with me. You're supposed to drift in a front wheel drive car. No, you're not. Oh man, glad you brought that up. We had a guy like that when I lived in Colorado. I swear, I cannot remember this dude's name. It was a white kid, kind of young. He had, well, I was young too at that point, but he was younger than me. And he had a, he had a super duper clean CRS. I mean, it was like mint. And he had a big sticker across his back window that said F Dory Dory. And I'm just like, really? He was just like, yeah, man, front wheel drive drift. That's what it's about. We watched him go out in a parking lot and try to e-brake slide. Car wouldn't drift, and he ran head on into a dumpster. It was probably the funniest thing that I ever saw. Yeah, he deserved it. <laughs> because I was just like, are you kidding me? I don't, like, <laughs> I don't even feel bad. He deserved it. I mean, he didn't get hurt or anything like that, but I mean, it, it didn't mess up the car too bad. But it was it was just funny that he thought that he was like that guy, and then he went out there and ran into a dumpster. It was just like, really? Like... Uh, that's what you get for being an idiot. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's just like, come on, bro. Hey, look, man. Ruined a great car. I mean, <laughs> and that's what I always say about, um, like, when I was coming up, like, I'd get guys that are like, oh, I'm a car guy. I watch Top Gear. Like, stop. Stop it. Stop. And then you ask them just a simple question, and they can't even. Yeah, the car guy thing kind of got out of control. Like, for me, I remember uh, my cousin, he got me on the car magazines when I was in middle school because he was already grown at this point. And um, he was real big into, like, the JDM stuff. And he had used to read, you know, Super Street, you know, Import Tuner, all that kind of stuff, uh, sport compact car. So I remember hanging around him reading his magazines and that was how I got into it and when Fast and the Furious came out it lit a fire under every 
because there was like no one. I'd be sitting in class reading car magazines and people would be looking at me like I was crazy. And then after Fast and the Furious came out, it was, yo, bro, what you read, man? Oh, that's dope. It was a cool thing. Yeah, everybody wanted to do it all of a sudden. And I'm just like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know, man. It's just, it'd be funny to me. Like, hey, I've been told, oh, you don't mod your car. You're not a car enthusiast. Like, what? It's a different kind of enthusiast. Exactly. I'm like, which keep in mind, like, I don't knock anybody for modding their cars. It's just like, there's some cars I just feel are fine stock. See, that is one of those things where you, <laughs> you don't really, when I was young, I didn't ever think that. I always thought it was like, oh, you can always go faster or always be better. It was always like, you got to. You, it was always about being faster than everyone else. But then it's like when you drive certain stuff, it's kind of like, okay, you don't really want to mess up the balance unless you're going in for like a full-on crazy build. Prime example, the Honda S2000. Those cars to me stock are like, phenomenal oh yeah it's just like if you that's one of those cars where it's like you either go full-on forced induction build or you leave it the fuck alone because it's fine the way that it is oh yeah and, you know and, and honda built that thing i mean the engine is pretty much tapped out yeah like if you put aftermarket headers intake and exhaust on it you don't really pick up power from that yeah. you might gain about what five ten horsepower tops and it's like, that's a it, it shit costs a lot of money for that car. Uh, yeah. That's you what know, I said. Like, like if I got one, it's literally just for me to go do track days with it because there's not much else you really need to do to them. I mean, if I got one, I would probably just put a test pipe on it, and that's like the biggest gain you're gonna get out of that car. Put a test pipe on it, and just leave it alone. You know, or but I'm honestly, I would love to have a turbo on mine though. I just I'm a forced induction guy, so I mean, hey, I respect. You it. know, I would like to boost it, but if not, like I said, test pipe, and that's it. Like then just enjoy it. Put maybe put like a clean set of wheels on it or something like that. Maybe lower it. You know, yeah, make it look clean. But as far as like performance goes, like if if I'm not going full on like turbo build, then I'm just gonna leave it. You know, pretty much the way that it is. It doesn't really need anything. It's a, it's a fun car to drive as is. But I will say this. I had an 8th Gen SI back in the day. And stock those cars are a ton of fun to drive. It was like one of those things where you wanted to modify it. But at the same time, if you didn't modify it, you wouldn't be upset. Like it was, it was, a, it was a ton of fun. And I mean, I guess that's how I feel about my Civic now. I've done like some little stuff to it, but it's like, it's fun. You know, I'm like, I don't really care that it's not like super duper fast. It's like, what, have I thought about boosting it? Absolutely. I think I go back and forth about that shit every other day. But the simple setup that I have on it now is so fun that I'm just kind of like, do I really want to like push it to that next level yeah you know it's like it's i'm content with how it is i mean i got the gto and you know my nissan if i want to you know do some go fast shit but the civic has been you know a simple setup you know stock right. intake header exhaust 
And, uh, you know, with the intake header exhaust on that swap, I mean, it's, it's fun and it's reliable. You know, it's like, I don't have to worry about it too much. You know, it's, it's very simple and I just get in it and go. Same with my truck. I mean, it's very simple setup. It's like just a few bolt-ons, you know, nothing crazy. And it's been, you know, rock solid, haven't had any issues, you know, that it, you know, when you, when you've been in the game for a while and you beat on that, I want to modify everything that I have type shit. It's like, <laughs> modifying comes with a price. And it did it. Money, <laughs> reliability. Jesus. I mean, gas. That, that, you know, that's why it's like, uh, for the most part, I mean, I've only owned two cars that really could be modded, but of course, one of them I bought is pretty much already modded, and engine-wise, there wasn't much more I could have did. Uh, like, I'm really just waiting for that right car. Like I told, like I told you, like I, my next goal is to try to get. 997 turbo Porsche because I want to do that RWD. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good luck. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, that's a tall order, my boy. Hey, look, I'm going to get it, man. Somehow. Uh, RWD 997? Somehow, some way, man. That body kit probably costs almost as much as the car. Yep. And that's like an $80,000 car on a good day right now. <laughs> hey, look, I'm going to get one. I would love a 997 too. That's what I've been looking. I've been looking at them heavy myself. Give me a 997 Turbo S, man. I'd be sad. I will say, that. like, uh, if I did not see it in person last year at SEMA, yeah, who knows? I would probably still be going for the FD RX7, but. Boy, let me tell you, after I saw that RWD997, that was one of the most beautiful cars I've ever looked at. Honestly, I the 997 to me, I, I don't, I mean, the RWD was cool, but I wouldn't RWD one of those. Like, if I was to do a RWD, man, I'd like the older ones. Like the was it the nine was it the nine thirties nine 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 three nine thirty um, nine six four yeah I would want one of those oh trust me I want a nine nine three but problem is money yeah the nine nine three was my dream which for it's a long like time. plus also it's not even the fact of the car it's just the fact that as soon as the engine breaks that's easily like fifteen k I've been told for the engine yeah on those on the nine nine threes from what I've been told. Yeah, honestly, the nine nine three was my dream Porsche as, oh, yeah. as, a, as a child. Yeah, that was because the first Porsche I remember my aunt gave me a model car of a nine five nine when I was like a little <laughs> kid, and of course they didn't sell the nine five nine in America, but the nine nine three Turbo was like similar in looks, and that was what I fell in love with, and I wanted yeah. one of those. And it's like now the price on those is even more than a nine nine seven. It's like a clean nine nine three turbo is like over a hundred grand easy right now. But a nine nine seven though is like that Metzger engine. It's like bulletproof. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's the one that you want. You know I mean, I'm trying to get one. I'm like you get you a nine. I told I told you I stick you that picture that yellow one I found. 
I told you, this is two years ago, Devontae. Either it would have been on its way out here on a truck, or you would have got a call. Like, you want to go to Utah with me real quick to pick <laughs> this thing up? <laughs> like, I'm telling you, fam. Yeah, but, hey, I'll, I'll get one sooner or later. Yeah, I, I look at Porsches. Por- the Porsche will probably be my old man car. That'll probably be what I get when I'm, like, 50. <laughs> That'll probably be it. <laughs> I'll probably be on some on some Porsche, Porsche type shit when I'm 50. Oh, you got about, like, what, 15, 14 years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got time. Fair enough, fair enough. So, um, cap is off. You didn't watch the game last night, but boy, let me tell you, Josh Allen is that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And let, let me just say, like, both, both teams are playing sloppy. You know, it's the first game of the season. You right. expect it. Like, Josh Allen, man, he was playing like it was a real life Madden game, dog. Like, what this man was doing on the field, I'm like, fam. Hmm. Didn't that, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Josh Allen the one that everybody had kind of, people were starting to kind of write him off? Well, that was more so in the beginning of his career. Cause yeah, they were saying. I know, he like, he went to, like, he was a smaller you. college, which you, you're always going to get ridden off when sure. you go to a small college. But it's, like, he's probably out of his draft class. Sorry, he's the best quarterback. Because he got drafted with Rosen, Sam Darnold, and I want to say Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was another one that everybody said was going to be big, and he didn't even end up being as good. As well, the problem is he gets him. hurt all the time. Yeah, yeah like, That's his problem. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's like, I know there's potential in Carson Wentz, uh, but it's just he can't stay healthy. So I I hope he does this season. Like, I, I truly hope he does. I, I, as much as I don't want to say it, I think Carson Wentz is heading down that same road as Andrew Luck. Because Andrew Luck had a lot of potential yeah. early on, and then he just kept getting hurt, and he couldn't couldn't stay healthy, and then he just said, screw this, and he ended up just retiring. Yeah. And I'm like, Carson Wentz is heading down that same road. It's like he can't keep himself on the field, and it's just like eventually he's going to get tired of it, and he's going to be like, you know what, I'm done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. But, uh, I mean, overall, though, that, that was a great way to start football season, you know. I know Farrakhan mad at me because, uh, you know, I, I used to, well, like, he basically got mad because Stefan Diggs basically runs a fly route on Jalen Ramsey, gets behind Jalen Ramsey, and basically, like, makes this man look stupid. So Farrakhan messages in the group chat, and the same energy y'all give Trayvon Diggs, y'all better give that to Jalen Ramsey now. I tell him, oh, I'm way ahead of you. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey falling off now, apparently. I'd have just been like, bro, who hurt you? <laughs> uh, we did last year. He's still he's still mad about that Cowboys-Niner game. Oh, Jesus. Which, uh, look, until they redeem themselves, that's our stadium. Uh, say it don't look like it's gonna be nothing different this year either. Exactly. Uh, yeah, they don't look like they can beat us this year. Yeah, but uh, I mean, 
just figured go through uh, some some of the picks for this week. So, Eagles, Lions, who you got? I'll put it to you this way. Um, now, I heard the Lions were, had been pretty good though the last well, couple key, of years. They were like a because I did they didn't make the playoffs last year. Obviously. Nah, nah, they did. They did pretty. No, they did pretty bad last year. I mean, I think they only won like two to four games. I was about to say I know last year. They so I'll good. put it to you like this. Uh, they had the hard knocks. Uh, season this uh, past season. Let me tell you, Hard Knocks be doing their job because this season they would have you swearing the Lions might win the Super Bowl this season. <laughs> but uh, let's be real, just with the A.J. Brown pickup for the Eagles and, you know, this is year two for Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. Well, year two for Jalen Hurts starting, I believe, and year two for Devontae Smith. I'm going to take the Eagles. I think it could be a close game, but who knows. Um, 49ers-Bears, do I really need to say anything? Yeah, we already know. Yeah. Which, uh, by the way, um, shout out to uh, my nephew, baby Corey. That's going to be the easiest $50 I have in the <laughs> Yeah, um, 49ers gonna destroy them. I'm sorry, they like their best receiver is their tight end, Cole Komet. See, football for me lately in the last four or five years or so, right? You're not a big football guy, I mean, anyways. I, I, not really. So it's just like the Niners, I'm a Niners fan, so it's like I usually only watch when they play, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like because I, there are so few games in the season, you yeah. know. It's just like I just watch the Niners games. I I I only keep up with it mainly just because I'm a big fantasy football player. So it's like now, talk to me in October. Say less. When NBA season starts, then, oh yeah, then, then oh, we will have something to talk about. Trust me, I, I watch basketball. That's the way we're gonna be talking <laughs> a lot about basketball on here. But um, Steelers, Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, my man Joe yeah. Shiesty over there. The Bengals look like they got, they got a pretty good squad. Yeah. Patriots-Dolphins. This one's a little bit of a toss-up because Dolphins do have Tyreek Hill now. The problem is Tyreek Hill don't got a quarterback to throw in that deep ball. Yeah, I was about to say Tyreek Hill. Tua, I don't believe in fully. So, I don't know. That one, I think I picked. I'd pick the Dolphins, but... Man, the Patriots fell off that bad. No, no, that's a thing. Like, if anything, it's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. Like, it, either pick would not be wrong. Because I know the Patriots, they would like... Like, Mac Jones actually ain't that bad. Like, yeah, so... Browns-Panthers. I'm taking the Panthers just because I feel like Baker going... Baker Mayfield's there now. 
Yeah, I know. I, I heard everybody was talking about that trade. Hey, well, they, exactly. said, they said that he want to show out. Exactly. Also, you got Rum CMC over there. You have the very underrated DJ Moore over there. But isn't it the Browns that's got that? The Browns got a decent young young squad. Yeah, now, but the quarterback. Mm. Yeah. Like, Jacoby Brissett is good, but he ain't, he ain't uh, Mr. Happy Andy. <laughs> uh Colts, Texans, Colts. They got Matty Ice over there, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Saints Falcons. This is another one. Like it's it's 50-50. The reason why. Falcons, they're kind of like in that loop of we're just throwing things out there and going to see what works. Now, the Saints, it depends on what Jameis Winston are you getting. Yeah. Are you getting 400 yards with five picks, Jameis Winston? Or are you getting 200 yards with 50% or less completions made and two picks, Jameis Winston? Yeah, Jameis Winston is really inconsistent. Now, I will say, their their receiving core beefed up because, you know, you got Slant Boy coming back, Michael Thomas, Mm. and they did uh, bring in Jarvis Landry, who has always been underrated, I might add. Uh, So that one's a 50-50, but I'm going with the Saints, honestly. Jets-Ravens, this is an interesting one. I mean, I would say the Ravens. You would say that, but I think the Jets could get them low-key. I mean, the only downside is Joe Flacco is starting because Zach Wilson's hurt. Nah. Yeah, but I don't know. He used to play for the Ravens. Exactly. (laughs) Hey, look, you might catch a flashback or something. (laughs) Go back to Joe Flacco. Ravens, Joe Flacco. Uh, Jaguars, Commanders. Game mind Carson Wentz is on the Commanders now, and he's actually going against his uh, former head coach Doug Peterson. The who? What's up? The Commanders. Oh, oh yeah, Washington. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, I, right? I about that. I yeah. know, right? You want to say the Redskins so bad? But well, you no, know, they were the Washington Football Team. I couldn't even call them that. I would still call them the Redskins, just off of pure accident. Like, I just—that was what I just, I just called them the football team. Yeah. Like, oh, the football team. The Commanders is a terrible name, though. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, it's, it, they should have just left it alone. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, taking Commanders though. Green Bay versus the Vikings. Vikings he even plays for the Vikings anymore. Oh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Kirk, family member cousins. <laughs> oh, he's in he's in Minnesota. Oh yeah, he's been in Minnesota. Man, I remember Kirk Cousins was supposed to be the superhero when he was with the oh, the, yeah. the Redskins at the time. Yeah, and he ended up shitting bed. I'm only taking uh the Vikings just because uh. Sorry, man, but Aaron Rodgers ain't got nobody to throw it to. Yeah. Like, Alan Lazard, like, he's okay, but he's not that good. Like, 
if I had to get 50 receivers, like, he's in the lower half of that 50 at best. Speaking of Kirk Cousins. What's up? Whatever happened to uh, homie he was backing up, uh, RG3? Whatever happened to him? Oh, he retired. Did he? Yeah. Kept getting hurt. Yeah, he got hurt a lot. Yeah. Because I was living in Northern Virginia when he was playing in D.C., and it was like everybody thought he was supposed to be like the next Mike Vick. He was. Just kept getting hurt. He was not the next Mike Vick. Stop it. No, he was supposed to be. He could never throw like Mike. I mean. And he didn't have the scramble like Mike either. Yeah, he could run fast in a straight line, but he didn't have no angles. Realistically, I'd say Lamar Jackson is the closest thing to Mike Vick. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would say Lamar Jackson is a lot closer to Mike Vick. It's going to be an interesting season because they couldn't uh, get a deal done. So So this is what his last joint is. Yeah. So it's like that's yeah, that's gonna be playing a heavy factor this season. I'm kind of curious where he would go. I know, right? If he did decide to leave, yeah, I'm like, where would he go? I'm just shocked they couldn't get a deal done. Like I have heard, like the Russell Wilson deal kind of hurt him a little bit more. Why is that? Uh, just because they paid a lot of money for Russell Wilson. Also, basically the same way that the Kevin Durant trade thing hurt every no, the Rudy Gobert trade hurt. Everybody else, yeah, it's like they gave up a lot to get him. Yeah. Um, Giants, Titans. I actually would take the Giants in that in that one. Um, I think all the offseason moves helped a lot, and also Saquon. I think he's gonna have finally a good year. Yeah, Saquon had a couple of couple of down years too. Well, I mean, it's he just injuries. Yeah, yeah. So like, their team just being trash. Cause I like Saquon. Barkley. Oh yeah, Saquon is legit. Yeah, Raiders Chargers. This is the game I'm really gonna be paying attention to. Raiders Chargers. Yeah. Now don't get twisted. I I need the Raiders to get smacked. Like I'm not. Why? Because I can't stand them low key. <laughs> I just can't stand Raiders fans. I like the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Mariota. Is he still here? No. Where he at? Derek Carr. Mariota is uh, with the Falcons. He got traded. Oh yeah. Damn. I like. I I used to like Marcus Mariota. Like I remember when he got he because he got drafted by uh with Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember when he came in, I was like, he he's gonna be legit because I watched him in college, and I was like, he's actually really good. But oh yeah. He didn't. I don't know. He didn't really play the same in the league. Yeah. He wasn't quite as dynamic in the NFL as he was when he was in college. But when he was at Oregon, though, he was killing it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers against the Raiders. Chiefs-Cardinals. I get it. I live out here. Man, the Cardinals winning the bowl, bro. What you mean? No, No, stop it. They're not winning anything with that midget. That would be hilarious if they actually made it to the that Super Bowl. That would be cool. I'm especially not considering that the Super Bowl is going to be here. Yeah, that like, would that be would dope. Be it would, be, would be dope. Crazy. But, but they're not making it. Let's be real. Let's also, it's like, just wait till uh, November. Oh, yeah, it's just going to go downhill. You know why? Because Call of Duty is going to be out in that midget. Can't get enough of his Call of Duty. Wow. <laughs> it is a literal stat that as soon as Call of Duty drops every year, his stats go down. That's sad. Yes, it's very sad. That's, That's like, why it's like everybody talking about the whole, like, clause in his contract. He needs to 
dedicate time for like studying film, but it's like oh they took that out. They should have left it. I'm not gonna lie. Well, he said that they got they put that in there and then everybody was giving him shit about mm-hmm. it. And he was like, "Why are you gonna put a stipulation here's in the contract?" What, here's what I'll say. Here, here's what I'll say. It shouldn't have been out in the open. For yeah, for sure. See, but yeah. no, they should have left it in there. It's like, bro, we're paying you all this money. Do your job. But that's the thing. Yeah, that's what he said is that that's part of his job. So he shouldn't have to have that as a stipulation. In hey, look, but clearly you need it. Mm-hmm. If there's a literal stat recorded saying your stats drop as soon as Call of Duty comes out. Clearly you need that. Either that or you just need to, somebody need to take your damn video game. Exactly. So I'm like, I don't want to hear it. You're just complaining and making excuses at that point. <laughs> Best believe I was getting paid that amount of money. I'm in film every day for like two hours. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching everything. Exactly. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on film all day, every day. And then uh, the Sunday primetime game. Buccaneers versus Cowboys. I think we already know who we both choosing here. Yeah, I don't do Cowboys. Exactly. So, uh. Bucks, uh, thirty to zero. You heard me, Farrakhan. Yep. We ain't fucking with them Cowboys. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to see them get eliminated again this year. Yeah, it's 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 the inevitable. Yep. It's gonna happen. Then that Monday primetime game. That's gonna be interesting. Broncos versus Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Broncos, obviously, because. Geno Smith is starting uh, for the Seahawks, and uh, Geno Smith. Yeah, we we do. I need to say anymore? <laughs> I really don't. So yeah, yeah. I got beef with Geno Smith. Really? Yeah, because when he was in uh, when he was with the Jets, they had picked up Mike Vick, and Mike Vick actually was playing better than him, but they still started Geno over him, and I was like, come on, bro, like. Mm. <laughs> Really? This was like right after he, um, it was right after he had that run in Philly with the Eagles. Oh, and yeah. And he went to the Jets and he was still, he was still playing pretty good at that point. Yeah. He didn't have a bad, a bad run with the Steelers either when he was there. I mean, you could tell that he was, a, he was kind of past his prime. Yeah. At that point, oh, yeah. I mean, he was old. Yeah, but he still was decent. Yeah. Oh. But that's all I really got. You got anything? Nah. Alrighty. Well, we're going to leave it here. Appreciate y'all for listening, tuning in. Appreciate all the continued support. You know, shout out again to uh, Farrakhan. We're going to get you on here soon. Yeah, we need that. We need that conversation. (laughs) Hey, and I did want to say this. If y'all got anything you want us to discuss, Please shoot me a DM, comment in one of the posts, and uh, yeah, we got you. But until next time, y'all stay blessed, take it easy.